Leverage Sports Podcast. Welcome to Leverage Sports. Welcome episode. Is that the worst place? I don't know why I'm talking about this right now. What is the worst place to get a sunburn the back of your knee? That's where I get it all the time. For some reason, I don't reach back there. So I get it right in the crease. So whenever I bend my knees, just burning. How are you? What are you doing that you're getting sunburned on the back of your knee? Like the back of my knee and the tops of my feet always get sunburned. Like what position are you in? <laughs> you're just like lay, laying face. Hi <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, I'm a tan man. <laughs> Somehow my back of my knees are showing. <laughs> I, I, I get them burnt at the same time. Somehow my back of my knees are showing and my feet. I turn them sideways. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, he's just, that's just what he likes to be. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and you just fell asleep like that. That's why you got some ears <laughs> yeah, out just like that for too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk, let's talk about some actual sports stuff now. Um, so the Texans extended wide receiver Brandon Cooks to a two-year deal. And, like, that's great for um, I, like, it's great for the Texans stuff, but it got me finally thinking, like, are the Texans actually going to start keeping around these cornerstone guys? Because, like, D-Hop traded away for a second-round pick. Uh, and, and or trade away for a second, a fourth, and David Johnson, JJ Watt released. Like maybe they're finally realizing maybe we should keep some of these guys around that want to be Texans. You know, the, there's very few. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know why you would. <laughs> <laughs> how much uh, do you have? How much he's getting paid? No, they just released that he's getting a two-year extension. I hey. hope it's a lot. He deserves a lot, man. They <laughs> said, "Please just stay, man." <laughs> But it, because I remember when the D Hop trade first happened, and everyone was like, "Is this the worst trade of all time?" Because they got because everyone was thinking oh, it was going to be like a, a first at least, and then they come back with a second, fourth, and David Johnson. Who, if this was like twenty, what like fourteen, David Johnson would have been insane. But it, it was long past his prime. Yeah, I mean the Texans got a couple things to sort out. I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they've always just had problems, and it's finally good to just start seeing being like, you know what? I guess we'll keep a good guy around. I think there's still a lot of question marks at QB of what they're gonna yeah. of who's gonna be throwing to him. Exactly, because Davis Mills had a good like season, but still like I don't know, man. He was a late round draft pick. Is he gonna be your guy, or are you still like looking for other options now? Like, what if they take some dude high, you know? Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, they just got a lot of stuff they need to build up. <laughs> <laughs> they just got a lot of problems, man. <laughs> That's just what they say. Like it's like if like all the NFL teams meet and they're going by one one. It's like and then there's the Texans. They're just in the corner. <laughs> they have a lot of things they that need to sort out. Ninety nine problems, but Brandon Cooks is not one. That's clean, dude. That was clean. You just come up with that? Mm-hmm. No, actually, actually, uh, Jay Z told me that. Okay. What? Oh, Jay Z wrote that in. He said, "Please say this on the podcast <laughs> next time." <laughs> he said, "Please start quoting me." <laughs> and then another thing, like speaking of wide receivers, another thing people were talking about today. Uh, was around Debo Samuel and him like taking all the Niners stuff out of his thing, changing his bio. And do you think he's just like rebranding or something, or do you think this actually means he wants out? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think there's a lot of upsides to sports in the digital age with yeah. social media. It's cool that you feel really connected to players, mm-hmm. you get to follow them and see kind of inside look into their yeah. training and what's going on in their life. But also. I, it's so stupid. I think. Yeah. I, I mean that every, every little thing is picked apart. P- people read into everything, whether like, oh, this person uh, posted an Instagram story in this city. What does that mean? Yeah, or exactly. Like, I just think, I don't know. I, I don't like that. It's 
such a big deal every time like who's following who who's doing this that, yeah i hate that part where it's like oh he's well there's two sides i think it's really dumb how big the media jumps on it and it's like oh this means he's going here like, you know what i'm saying like, this mm-hmm. means this this means he's leaving but also like a part of me i'm like okay do they run their accounts or like it's sometimes suspicious i'm like why did he why did well, he yeah that's the, that? that's the other thing is it feels like really childish or dumb to be reading so deeply into oh what like what's he posting oh he yeah. unfollowed this person but then also at the same time he like, went why, out of his why way. would you like it, it's yeah. a weird thing where you go out of your way to take to unfollow your team or exactly. take it out of your bio or do whatever so it i mean maybe it does mean something i think it's a, a dumb way to go about communicating what you're trying to say i think but. it's dumb for like I think that's a dumb way that we have to find out what's happening. I think it's dumb how the media overreacts sometimes. But still, like, from the player perspective, it is weird. It's like, what you had to go into your account, and you had to go down and just go unfollow you, you, you. Like, you did it very specifically, and it's very weird to me. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I can't understand the the mindset of if it's a situation where you're upset with your, your, um, yeah. your front office or your team or whatever uh-huh. to be like, I know what I'll do. I'll, yeah. I'll unfollow their Instagram. Yeah, or, like... Or I'll take them out of my bio. Yeah, what bargaining chip is that? <laughs> so, yeah, you know what, man? Because you're not giving me the contract I want right now, I'm going to unfollow you guys on Instagram. It's really weird, but I feel like we see it all the time now. And yeah, with like Kyler Murray, right? Like, he took everything off. You always see players, like, it's always in the news, like, uh, this player's deleted every picture of him in a blank jersey. And it's like, okay. Well. And the other thing is that if I, if I was an NFL player or in any sport, I would want to use that to mess with people because oh, I feel yeah. like that'd be fun where I, exactly. I just, in the middle of the season, I would just unfollow my team and follow another team or something yeah, just, just to just see because no I could get people exactly. talking. Um, like we did that, I don't know if I can tell the story, but we did that with Derek one time. We had him post something. Like just because random was easy, wouldn't be like, look how the media just overreacts like if I post this. And he posted like just something, I think of him just wearing like a different color. And the media's like, oh, 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 like freaking out. This was like a few, like yeah, all he did, he just posted him photoshopped it in Chiefs jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Like I would do it if I was some like low level guy, just really start un- like following everyone. He's like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> like I like if I'm just like a backup quarterback, I unfollow my team and unfollow or I follow a team that has like a great starting. I'm like, and eh, Chiefs. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, man. <laughs> or if I'm like Malik Willis, I'm following. I'm like following the Chiefs. And it's like, wait a minute, what's going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a draft prospect. Like, why is he following Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> following all of, <laughs> yeah. Malik Willis starts following like the Chiefs QB coach and like, they're yeah. all, like what's going on here, man? He's <laughs> like, oh, is he, did you say the octopus? Yeah, every once in a while, I'll be having a good day, just going about my business, and then I remember that Sawhill tried to argue that squids. Are the king of the ocean, yeah. not They're not a killer whale, not killer whales, <laughs> not orcas. I almost said not shamus, <laughs> <laughs> not shamus, because he thinks they're like in like myth, uh, like mythological stuff where it's like miles long. Like that's how big a squid is, and not just yeah. He, no, he's legit feet. picturing the kraken from <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean that's gonna come up and swallow an entire yeah, ship he's and like, bring it down. He's like, well, what's your killer whale gonna do when my squid wraps around it and squeezes <laughs> it to death? I'm like, oh, it's clean. <laughs> I'm like, if you have a squid that big, man, you deserve to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, or the, the other one he's uh, he said that killer whale was like barely top five or something he said anglerfish yeah. i looked oh up, that was the best because yeah. the anglerfish looks scary in funny yeah. nemo i looked it up that thing's three feet long max yeah because he thought it was like it was like arc where the thing's like this big <laughs> you okay we're like what what do you think is in your top five oh uh, probably an anglerfish <laughs> <laughs> no i'd be a saw is the type like if saw was 
if they were like massive, he would fall for the trap. Like if he was walking and saw a light dangling, he saw. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what's that off there? You're yeah, just, just swimming just... towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> he would for sure get caught by the anglerfish. One hundred. Oh, and if he if he was a pirate, how how, how quickly is he falling for the um the sirens? The, oh the, the, yeah. the mermaids. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I would fall for. It. <laughs> what's what song would they sing that would get you to hop over? Right, er, right, er. No, I, if, I'd be in if the I'm, boat. If I was a pirate and we set sail, I look over, see a beautiful mermaid, look at me, and start going, I'm on that ultra light beam. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going right in. If I'm just steering my thing, I'm like flipping it, and I hear, you put me on door. Just a mermaid. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going in. Guys, no, I promise there is a mermaid in the water and, she, and she's singing Pop Smoke. I'm going in the water. And I'll and when she drowns me, biggest problem of this is worth it. It was 50-50. <laughs> if there was like an ocean uh NFL, the squid might be the goat. It would catch it could catch the ball like this. I mean I legit don't even know where to go with that question. <laughs> like, like I don't know how to it might be. <laughs> Imagine if blue whales are running back. So opening day was today and or is today and tomorrow for the MLB, and it got me thinking about one thing. It's always what I think about for some reason when I watch baseball. It's why are the managers wearing the uniforms? It is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. It was because they used to play. Don't say that. So I mean, it's not that it's not that they used to play. It's that one of the players used to be the manager basically okay. it used to be a player manager so it was a player on the team uh-huh. that also like like he did, would have the, to hit submitted the lineup and so like it was a player on uh-huh. a player on the team that also had the responsibilities of manager and just like evolved from there at least i'm pretty sure that's okay because that makes more sense than just a 60 year old dude in full gear like <laughs> just this down there it got, it got me thinking what if other coaches from different sports had to wear the uniform? Could you imagine like an NHL coach <laughs> sitting there being like, Puck! <laughs> Greg Popovich in a, in a tank top on the <laughs> Chilling in his Spurs uniform. <laughs> the picture of Andy Reid doing the uh, NFL kickoff in the Rams uniform. You might have to put that on here. This is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's like eight-year-olds, 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 Andy Reid, big gut, one-bar helmet, <laughs> kicking at halftime. Could you imagine just him standing out there? It'd be the funniest thing ever. You could sneak him in for a play. They wouldn't even notice. Oh, yeah. You could, you could run some... You could some, some trick, trick plays, plays with Andy if, Reed. You have, if you have a coach coming off the sideline in oh, uniform. Oh yeah, have, like Sean McVay probably cooked, but he's like one of the youngest coaches. He would actually do good. But if you put some of the other guys out there, their hearts would explode. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So imagine, imagine uh, Andy Reid versus like uh, Aaron Donald. What would that matchup look like? I think he's getting. I think he's getting. You think he has two, two yards? Do Wait. You, do you think Aaron? Like I was saying, if Andy Reid was blocking Aaron Donald. Oh, hey, oh! I was putting him at running back. I was putting him. At, I was putting him at fullback. <laughs> oh, that's clean. <laughs> like Mike, Mike all saw it out there. He could pick up two or three yards. I I was having a conversation with uh, Derek and my dad like a little uh, bit ago, and I was like, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> this is gonna sound so dumb. Now I'm thinking about it, like this is gonna be the most dumb thing ever. I was like, I'm fairly certain I could at least block Aaron Donald for a second. No. <laughs> like one full second i feel like i can do oh. a second is a long time <laughs> that's true there's no 
no world in which you block Aaron Donald I think for I, a second. I think I'd play. You'd put me at center, so I have some help, and I think I could. No, I think I could. Bra- <laughs> I think I could brace for at least a second. I think the difference between how long it would take Aaron Donald to get to the quarterback if you were blocking versus mm-hmm. if there's literally nobody there the is point zero five <laughs> seconds. I think it takes him a little second to go like that, and that's that's. That said, the it. only difference would uh, the only like second that would be me, him blocking would would uh, be him walking over my dead body. <laughs> so the only way I could do it was if I curled down, so he would have to step over me. <laughs> you have to adjust like very slightly just to walk. Yeah, over Yeah, your body. only shot would be to just like get wide, so you can at least yeah, but, slow him down. <laughs> Imagine if it's like ready, hut, and I just go fetal position at it. <laughs> You would have to. You'd have to be going for the legs every time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just please. How many prayers am I saying when I'm diving? <laughs> diving. <laughs> or do you just try to get in this? Aaron, no, Aaron, please. Aaron, LeBron, <laughs> hit, hit him with the. Uh, Aaron, this is. Remember who you are. This isn't you. You're not a violent person. Aaron, I have kids. <laughs> Think about your family. That's, Look at the quarterback. Think about his family. That's right. We have. Um, we have legit friends, I won't say who they are, that think they could catch, like, out of 10, they could get a first down against uh, Prime Dion. We have real friends who think if it's one-on-one, they could get a first down versus Dion. In how many shots? In 10. 10 shots? Mm-hmm. I'm one of them, bro. If you, if you, give, if you give me 10, 10 you, opportunities. You think you get 10 yards? If, I, if I'm we had some, in, if I'm against Dion Sanders in one-on-one man coverage. Yeah. And you give me ten tries, I'm getting a first down at least once. <laughs> oh, you think you get one play and you break it? You're not doing chip yards to ten? Oh, I'm. Oh, like maybe like three drag routes. Because, no, yeah, because one of our boys said they would just <laughs> keep running it, clap like smoke screens. They just turn around, and catch it, turn around, no, and no, catch because it. Because here's the deal: is that those those plays. <laughs> he, I like we're thinking like it's a science. If if I if I run two yards. Uh-huh. hit back turn around real quick try uh-huh. to catch it i think the only way that he isn't getting to the ball first anyways in press coverage is if the quarterback is throwing the ball really fast yeah if the quarterback's throwing it really fast catch i'm it. not <laughs> catching it <laughs> <laughs> nothing's hitting me in the chest hole. Oh. i'm walking up to the quarterback and i'm like listen somehow i have to cook Dion, so we have separation you have to throw it really easy <laughs> Like, listen to this. I'm going to cook him, and you have to throw it, like, tap it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Legitimately, I would need, if you get a good O-line, and I'm running like it's just recess football, where I'm just, it's not even a route. I'm just (laughs) running around. (laughs) It's just like that. (laughs) Like, okay, what if we do it like you have four downs? No. You don't think so? <laughs> you guys can let us know too. Would you get a first down against Deion Sanders one on one, just you and him? I don't, I in in four downs, no, I'm not. But if in you ten, give me ten, you first, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I said absolutely a little yeah, too confidently little... that it came out, and I didn't. Well, actually, we have Deion Sanders right here. <laughs> just watch it. I can't. Do I can't imagine. Like, also, is this Prime Deion or is it Deion now? No, he has his toes. This is Prime Deion. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm, <laughs> I'm still cooking. <laughs> Can you? What I was thinking, I was like, no, Prime Dion might be the same as Dion. Oh, <laughs> Dion might yeah, be. In I, don't, Prime. I don't think it's what, wavered much. Dion Sandcastle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think Dion Prime Dion and Prime, and Dion now has any difference in how much he cooks me right now. <laughs> I don't think it's any difference. But oh, the only I'm thing I was thinking, I was like, what? what if I hit like, 
like a little I, I go through like a hitch and then he starts to jump it and I take off but I was thinking I was like he's so much faster than me by the time I turn my back to go the other way he's already, he's okay. already caught up that's the thing is like it needs to be the second that you lose him for that, that you yeah, get any separate yeah, yeah. the second you get separation the ball needs to be there because yeah, exactly. he's closing the separation if, <laughs> if also you means... completely make him miss and go in running the wrong direction yeah. he's still getting back to that's you also like bad. Like, Wait. <laughs> that's also bad for you because you said he can't throw the ball don't throw the ball that the quarterback just needs to predict the, the ball needs to be on its way as he's going the in another gym. direction so he needs to not be looking at the, <laughs> the, the ball <laughs> just in me because i'm such a danger at wide receiver he has to focus on me the whole time I think I would, like, if I tried that route we were just talking about, I would try to turn so fast my body wouldn't be ready, everything in my knee is blown out. <laughs> like, for me, I, I, when's the last time you ran full speed? Have you ran full Like sprint? Full, like, full speed, yeah, like, you're, like, going. I haven't ran full speed since high school. <laughs> so I'm thinking, if I tried to make my body from, hasn't run full speed since high school, to instantly needs to turn on a dime, my knee's going, my <laughs> As you, I, now I'm thinking about I haven't I haven't sprinted in <laughs> I feel like that's one of those things where once you're like if you're not playing a, a, sport, a sport when are you gonna be running one, if you're not playing a sport once you're an adult you're not you're not sprinting, sprinting. yeah like running yeah but yeah not, I'm, not like sprinting. cardio I jog but I'm not going like <laughs> <laughs> there's not lions on my way to the gas station I have to like run away from I think my knee would be gone. If I had to turn on a dime and run to, at my fullest potential, it would just go. <laughs> I would, I so I'd get two receptions, three yards, a blown ACL, blown MCL. Well, I'm thinking about. Do you, th you think you could get? You probably. I think I could get at least a yard as in an NFL game as a running back. I think I can get one yard. In one, you only get one shot. One I think if you give me four downs, one shot, one opportunity. <laughs> This, oh, would, this would you capture or just let it like, slip? Like we're putting in Austin Carr. <laughs> I have the neck roll like Bo Jackson. I can get one. I think in four downs, I could get a yard in an NFL game. I'm probably getting one and one. Actually, you know what? Now <laughs> if everybody does, it, if everybody does their job, if everyone does their job and let me do mine. If I like, don't let me get like, open this field. Is, this is a, a above average offensive line. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll say you're in like prime Steelers offensive line. And it, it has to be up the middle because yeah. if it's a pitch, I'm not getting a yard. They're they're closing that. I, if, if I need to round a corner, if it's a counter, anything, I need to round a corner, it's not happening. I'm, <laughs> not, the, I'm not rounding. If the play <laughs> involves me having to turn up the field, it's yeah, right. no, <laughs> <laughs> I need if, to, if it's one of those plays where you're watching on TV going, turn it, turn it. No, <laughs> I'm not turning it. <laughs> I need the quarterback to legit get the snap and just turn and hand it and let me just hit full speed, Mach 10. <laughs> I probably wouldn't stop to wait for a gap either. My center's getting nailed or if in the you, back of the head. Maybe you put me out. It's like a wildcat. <laughs> oh, that's good. I got QB sneak for a yard. Oh, I, I, I'm QB sneaking for <laughs> QB sneaking for three yards. So, so basically, what we've uh, determined today is that the Texans are still trash, and me and you could cook Dion <laughs> we get uh, first down the NFL. But um, yeah, opening day. <laughs> you know what that means? Only 162 games and a postseason until the Dodgers are reigning World Series champions. <laughs> oh, that's great. I like that you know all the numbers about like opening day and stuff we're talking about. Still a thing that's always talked about with the MLB is some of these teams and their appearance policies still. We have this little beef between Freddie Freeman, who's now a Dodger, and Rod Acuna. Because, mm -hmm. because Acuna came out and he said we weren't friends and stuff like that. And Freddie Freeman says the reason 
is because he was trying to keep these like old MLB like things true for the Braves. Like keep your hair short, don't put all this face paint on in batting practice, wear your uniform to batting practice. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's BS to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Freddie might think that. I mean, that might be something that Ronald Acuna told him. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think that because there the other day, like a night or two ago, Ronald Acuna was doing like an Instagram live interview. Yeah, and the interviewer asked him, "What do you miss about Freddie Freeman?" Yeah, and he said nothing. Uh-huh. And he said, "You weren't friends." No, we weren't friends. That's not. Yeah, that's not. You, a, you don't say that because you disagreed about appearance. That wasn't like. Maybe he, that's what you. He made me keep my hair short. Like it wasn't you, that type you, of thing. You might have had a conversation about that, but that's not something that you. Yeah. I, I feel like straight up saying I don't miss anything about him. Uh huh. It's like we were not boys. Like it <laughs> about the guy who helped, helped you win a World Series. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like a. Oh, we just didn't talk much. It was like a, we're not friends. Like it was one of those. Yes, you know it felt like a, I missed nothing about him. That's I don't yeah. think that's because if you were just dudes like like if me and you were on a team and we weren't like boys but we we're just like teammates and we didn't butt heads, you'd be like, oh, he was a great you know he was a great player on the team. You would be like, I missed nothing about him. That means like we've had well any we've team, had beef, man. Yeah, any teammates have. Well, I don't even I don't think it's necessarily even that they have. It's hard to imagine them having beef really. I, I just think. I just think Acuna is tripping that Freddie's gone or something. Yeah, I don't. I mean, which is ridiculous to be mad at Freddie for not being in Atlanta anymore. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, I, I, which I think the vast majority of Atlanta Braves fans, the fans are like obviously they aren't happy to see him in a Dodgers uniform. Yeah. But he brought. He was there for like twelve years. Mm-hmm brought was an all-star however many times and won a world series for them like yeah. you can't be upset and i think most people and fans recognize that but maybe Cunha is personally hurt by him not being I, yeah i think maybe Cunha's personally hurt and i think freddie freeman's excuse is maybe just something so it like the tension can die down like between the media you know he's just like oh it's probably just this you know what i'm saying like maybe he's just trying to sweep it under the rug he's like he doesn't really want to talk about them bashing heads or anything he's like well i just you know i keep uh, i keep the rules strict at like in Atlanta, like one of those types of things. It's just interesting, man. It's like, it's always weird uh, seeing like two teammates when they leave, like butthead or like two teammates. But it's always like, oh, these guys are like good friends or teammates. They're like, it's always like, oh, they're probably good with each other. And then when it separates, it's like, oh, these guys do not really like each other. Like the whole Shaq and Kobe thing. It's like, oh, these guys, they weren't tight. Yeah, but that was the whole way along. That was, that was before yeah. they, before they... Uh, it would have been different if before Shaq was gone. Everybody already knew that they didn't get yeah, along. It would have been different if during like the World Series we saw these two just screaming at each other in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they got into an actual fight and started pushing really each other like that, didn't see how they don't like each other. They're just, they're just screaming, throwing bats. <laughs> <laughs> Put your hat on. <laughs> you see what Colin Coward said? What he would do if he was the uh, NBA commissioner? That he would like lower the games to like sixty something games and eliminate back to backs. And stuff like that. Like he said, no back to backs. Eliminate, um, elim- like Colin cut down Coward the season. That. Yeah, that's interesting because Colin Cowherd has been pretty critical of load management. Yeah, so it's interesting that he would say that. I think that's. Oh, and he's okay, and he said that he would make a requirement for all the scoring tiles, stuff like that. You have to play a certain number of games to be able to receive the award. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I mean, 
I don't care what they do with the awards. I thought we played for chips, not <laughs> in not, indi- not individual <laughs> awards. So give this going dial whoever you want. I thought we won to win chips because like people are talking about today. But I don't think I think I think there should be. I think that's way too few games. I think so too. Because, I mean, because people are talking about today, like why this was coming up is like the load manager stuff. People always talk about that, and people are talking like, should LeBron go for the scoring title, like with the season over? Because he was like, because he like Cole was saying. If he like boosted up to try to get the scoring time in the last two games, is he gonna look like he was taking it easy earlier in the season with his team? See, I think that you shouldn't be. I think that shouldn't be a mentality throughout exactly, the season where yeah. you shouldn't be playing for a scoring title. I mean, you should be exactly. playing, playing to get Ws. But um, yeah, like if you were him and you and you were if you were LeBron, you were eliminated like in the playoffs. You had two games left. Would you still go play, or would you be like, I'm just, I'm done for this season. Like, I'm out. I mean, I think it depends. If he's physically healthy and able, wow. I think he should be playing. Yeah. Um, he also hurt his ankle not that long ago. I mean, he's missed, like, 22 games or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah. he's missed a lot of games this season because he just has had injuries. Yeah, as people are saying, the, the scoring title is between him and DeMar DeRozan, but DeMar DeRozan has played more. So people say give it to him, and LeBron averages more points on fewer games. But I don't understand why you would, if if you're concerned about stuff like that, if players are getting injured, having a shorter season just means that if they're hurt, it affects it more. Yeah, and instead that means you hurt your, you hurt your ankle, you miss, uh, two weeks. You're you're missing a much higher percentage of the season than if there's yeah. 82 or 80 because i don't games. i don't think it's as black and white as people are saying that the scoring title they should have to pick is it points per game or total number of points scored in the season i i don't think it's that easy to be like it's this one or it's this one because that's what they're fighting over demar versus lebron for like i, I think it should just be like combined like this dude's played the most he like this dude's played the most he's averages points per game I mean, it's, it's kind of a com- combination of all of it in an i in an ideal world it shouldn't make a difference because players should be playing pretty much every game exactly i mean that's the i think that's something that's unfortunate with the nba today or one of my one of the things i'd most criticize is that so many of the veteran players i mean it's one thing if like if you're getting hurt then you can't play yeah but the the whole idea of players potentially not playing just because Uh Like, load like, like they're just not playing that game for load management yeah. or because they're like a little bit unhealthy, I think is just stupid. I think it's, I think it's ridiculous too. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're not getting paid to play like 60 games, right? You're getting paid to play the season, right? They're not being like, okay, we're paying you to play this amount of games. We're playing you to play in the season, right? We're playing you to play. If you're not hurt the whole time, right? We're not well, going to be like, you need to take some time off. I also think it communicates... Like if you look at March Madness, everybody loves um, Doug Eddard from St. Peter's. Like yeah. he was one of the people that this, this March Madness, everybody was like, oh, he's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, the reason why people love him is not because he's the second coming of Michael Jordan. It's because yeah. uh, as a 15 seed, St. Peter's played like they wanted to win and they were hungry. Exactly. But I think for a lot of players, a lot of NBA teams, it doesn't, you just don't yeah. see that. Like that's why the Lakers finished absolutely with a horrible season uh-huh. and the whole season along it looked like they just kind of didn't care like they just didn't look hungry that's why people always say like 
um, college basketball, college football is always more competitive or like more not competitive as like they're more talented, but more competitive. Like these guys are trying to get to the league, so it's the next step. These are trying to win this championship, so they're always playing with more. They look like they're playing with more heart than like their professional respective teams. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think there's for sure less a sense of um, ego and entitlement. Yeah, like earlier on or mm-hmm. in college. Yeah. But, um, because you haven't made it yet, you know what I'm saying? So you have to keep fighting to get to that point. Yeah, once you you're still fi- – I mean, you're not going to become apathetic when you're trying to get yeah. to the league. You're trying to get drafted. but Exactly. And, and people were, like, talking about – I don't really – I don't I don't really get involved with, like, this – like, the GOAT stuff. As I always say, like, it's kind of weird because it's hard to compare different types of stuff. But we were saying LeBron not making the playoffs this year takes him out of, like, it's MJ's the GOAT now. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I think MJ is the GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a matter of because this season. Yeah. Although, I mean, this season, I mean, I think there, I think you can look at this season and give LeBron a lot of credit. Mm. You can also look at this season and there's things yeah. to criticize about him. Exactly. But none of those criticisms are about his athletic ability. I don't yeah, think, exactly. I, I think this season proved his academic, or not academic, athletic ability to be like insanely talented especially for how old he is he's one he's one of the most like talented athletes like physically wise of all time you know what i'm saying like so it it's never taking away like him athletically and stuff like that it's always like when people try to say like kobe or stuff like that it's just like the mentality and stuff comes in like it's like kobe's this good not because he was the most talented gift even though he was is because of his like mentality and his work ethic Mm -hmm. yeah i mean well that's why you have some players like kobe i mean kobe said um, in an interview that like they asked him where would where would Shaq be if he had your work ethic and he said yeah. he'd be the greatest player of all time by far yeah which I mean yeah there's it's sort of twofold that there's your work ethic your mentality and then also fit like physical talented ability yeah. but in terms of this season counting against LeBron I don't think I think LeBron is old enough to where we're at the point in his career that anything he does from now on if he it's, has if he has poor seasons, yeah, um, most players wouldn't still be in the league at this point. Exactly. So you can't you can't really if he has a bad season, then obviously like, yeah, but also yeah. you can't really count. It, I, no. I think we're to the point where anything else helps his case, but anything exactly negative doesn't necessarily really hurt. Because I don't him. think um. Or at least not not in a purely athletic, physical way. He's nowhere near. It's not like him playing is hurting the Lakers. It's not one of those things, right? Where it's like, oh, he's this like Hall of Famer, Lakers all time. So we're gonna keep him on the team until he says he's done, right? He's like he's leading this team still. He still has all this ability left. Him on the court isn't hurting the Lakers, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like like some other guys, like people criticizing Russ and stuff. It's like with these turnovers, like why is he even playing right now? Like he's hurting the team. LeBron still has his ability to play where he's not hurting the team right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I don't think that... I think that LeBron will never be a liability. Uh, yeah. I think he could be in the league for another 10 years and retire, and he would still... Be averaging he would 30, s- yeah. He, oh, I'm well, you, <laughs> well, well, that, that's interesting. You said he'd average 30 points in 10 years. But I, I think I think no matter what, he won't ever be to the point where he's like... A detriment like he's hurting his team yeah his his role will change it's like it's but. like the thing with tom brady where he's like i'm gonna retire when i feel like i can't play the game anymore 
you know, and so Tom Brady. Or, um, I yeah. guess he feels like he can. Yeah, play. I, guess he play. <laughs> I guess he decided and, he was wrong when he said. That's the he... same thing of like Tiger Woods. He's like, I'm never going to enter a tournament um, unless I feel like I can win it. So it's the same thing. Like all these big athletes have the mentality like, I'm not never going to hurt the team. If when I feel like I can't play anymore, I'm just not going to play. Yeah, well, especially to LeBron's benefit and downfall, I think he does have an ego, and yeah. I think he wants to protect that ego, which. Mm-hmm is is motivating it's motivation to want to continue to see how many more seasons you can be dominant for yeah but also it's reason to not want to not want to stick around to the point where you're just yeah like, exactly you need to be done and like i don't know why it's turning to a lebron criticism uh episode but i saw people also talking about like this week like as lebron was the interview and lebron comes up the greatest of all time again like this last week and people are like a goat wouldn't say that. Do you think that matters at all? If he, because he was like making the case why he's the greatest of all time. Like he, he, I think that most most of the people in the goat discussion have at one point or another referred to themselves yeah, as but, such. Because I know I know Kobe did at the, the on Jimmy the Jimmy Kimmel Kim- yeah. show. Yeah, where he. Where I mean, he I think him. I think part of it. I mean, it's it's all context and how you mm-hmm. how you communicate that. I think I don't think you should be going around saying. Like flexing on people, I'm the greatest ever. Do I'm the greatest yeah, ever. Exactly. Do. But also, if you think about Kobe's mentality and character, the way he was, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel asked him to rank him, Michael Jordan, and LeBron. LeBron yeah. In what world would Kobe not put himself first? Yeah, and what like, like his, his entire mentality was based on wanting to be the greatest of all time, the greatest, yeah. or to at least to be the greatest version of himself. Yeah, it, it's it's hard because like LeBron, like. I think he was right in what he was saying. Not about him being like the greatest of all time, but he was like, I've won two of the hardest rings of all time, right? The the comeback, and then he's coming the, I almost called it the Mickey Mouse ring. I didn't want to say that, but the bubble ring, like, right? When it was in the, in the bubble seat, he claims those were two of the hardest rings but why, of all time. Why would, why would that one be? So I think he was saying it was hard just. Because the 3-1 comeback, I mean, obviously that's yeah. a tough comeback, I think it's a but... different, like, type of difficulty. I think he was saying that because of all, like, just COVID and, like, all the restrictions having to be over there can't leave your hotel i think that's why he was saying that's one of the hardest ones of all time yeah the restrictions that everybody else in the league had to go through <laughs> <laughs> the restrictions exactly. that everybody else was also up against and then like i, I we can just talk about this now i have it on here like he i so saw he deleted the the tweet about don't sleep on like our age and stuff like that and people are i mean there's so there's so many like there's so many memes about that have you seen the one all the all the takes from the beginning of the year yeah well anytime you take what you said in the beginning and compare it to the end it's probably going to be wrong or very different well this what happened i think they said 1984 was the first time that they started like announcing um like the vegas favorite to win the chip at the start of the season and this is the first time ever that the team that was favored one or two to win didn't even make the playoffs yeah, the first time exactly. ever. And potentially if the Nets lose in the play in, yeah. number one and two could not make the That's playoffs. two of the teams that everyone it wasn't like we talked about earlier, it wasn't like, oh, these guys are gonna be a good team in the playoffs. It was like these are the two teams where like these guys are gonna be in the finals. Like these are gonna be guys fighting for the finals. And now one of them's out and one of them's barely scraping in at, at the end. Yeah, I think the season has gone on for so long and the Lakers have been so bad and struggled the entire season mm-hmm. that people forgot have forgotten like because people are used to like the how the lakers are playing now where anthony davis hardly ever plays yeah. russ doesn't play well and like all these things but think about the beginning of the year where the expectations were and yeah. it's 
like it's it's insane that this is where we're yeah, at. Exactly. It, it's it's that saying like what hindsight is like twenty twenty vision, right? You it's hard to tell back then because like also we were talking about earlier, uh, like the rush trade back then looked like oh this is perfect, right? Like we're getting the Lakers getting Russell Westbrook. Like, this is, should be a great trade. Yeah, I mean I think that from the beginning there were obviously questions or concerns about is this team too old? Yeah, but also no matter how old they are, five future Hall of Famers at the time, exactly. six future mm-hmm. Hall of Famers, and you're at least, if, if you're not winning a chip, you're at least competing. Yeah, you're at least like, competing, yeah. And then... Because the, the the idea was, okay, this is a win-now team. It's yeah. going to be rough for a couple years, but right now is win-now. We win it this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And instead, didn't even make the playoffs during your win-now Yeah, that's, that, and that's so what Because I saw people talking about, like, uh, like, what do you think? Being a Lakers fan, they're saying Anthony Davis was supposed to be like the heir to the Lakers, right? Like LeBron was to pass the torch to him. If you could go back, would you have still done the trade? I mean, there were a lot of players from that that trade that they gave up. Obviously, Lonzo has developed really well since leaving LA. Uh, Brandon Ingram is great. It's. I think it doesn't say as much about Anthony Davis specifically as it says about big men in the in the nba yeah. i don't uh, i don't think it's a good idea to have a big man as your number one guy as your guy yeah i because the game's changed so much right like back <clears throat> back in the day you could have guys right like green and, and like all those guys you, they could be your number one but now the leagues move to more like small ball like people say right like so these shooters and these like pass and like these amazing like pass artists have become your number one guy well i even i even just think from a from a physical perspective there's a lot of positions that their athletic peak is well like 31 years old maybe uh-huh. something like that is the peak of their career 30 years old for for big men i think a lot of the times it's sooner than that yeah because big men are in the trend because you're, you're getting injured so much. i mean when you're that tall and lanky some of the times that you're just so prone to injury yeah especially like like kevin durant he's not really he's not like going in the post every single time he's more of a shooter but even still like he's tall and lanky and you see him getting all these injuries you know like mm-hmm. that he's had to battle for like the achilles one which that one was so gross watching it like on tv because you could see it go up his like calf. yeah it, it that like, one was all aw- it like bungee corded up that one was awful you could to see watch. like recoil bouncing yeah. up his, <laughs> the back of his calf. <laughs> that one that one's just awful but yeah i don't know do you think the lakers should rebuild or you think yeah everybody needs to go <laughs> Everybody, not not everybody, but on eighty say, but all of you think everyone, all of the hall, all of the future hall of famers need to be gone. Yeah, you can keep some of the. There's some good young guys. You would let like LeBron like choose where he wants to go. I think I think anybody on the team that has high trade value right now, yeah, just restart. Yeah, should be gone. But it, because if you think about like what I mean, LeBron's not winning another ring in Los Angeles. I yeah, think. I I I think they. Like you said, they they put so much on like we need to win now. They got rid of all their young guys, so now you're at this position where like, well, now we're stuck. Because this obviously isn't a team that looks like they can win a championship next year. So what needs to happen? So no, if you could, if you could do a trade that gets rid of your older players, um, and in exchange you get like a Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, yeah. Devin Booker type player, one of those yeah. young that that obviously isn't necessarily at the doesn't have the career as lebron isn't yeah. at that level mm-hmm. but is developed or developing exactly like, I, has upside i i think you i think it's the lakers it's time get some of these guys out you know 
don't end it on bad terms, but let, let's let, get him out. Let's get some new guys in. But, but you have rookie, like you have young guys, the Lakers that can shine, but they're not really getting that much playing time for all these like veterans and stuff too, you know. So, and we saw like Magic talking earlier, which was kind of a weird thing. Where it was like uh, we were trying to get Demar, but then LeBron wanted Russ, and that, and then we had to get rid of our core guys, like our. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that was interesting because he also wasn't part of the lakers that's why i was okay that's why i was thinking i was like he wasn't the the man i'm, the I'm not gonna be there yeah i'm not gonna be there <laughs> yeah he was he's was just he's just a so boy. how does he know he's just a dude man just, i think they just call i mean magic is magic so i guess they just keep him in the loop about stuff but yeah. he's he's not as far as i know he's not in any official capacity for the, the yeah lakers it, at this point is the lakers coach gone too at the end uh i don't, I don't I know his know. i mean when, when you ha when you have a team this good and don't even make the playoffs. Some of the blame's gonna fall it's, on you. It's hard to not blame Frank Vogel. Like it's hard to not look at the coach. But it's just like people looking at. Steve I, Nash. I also think that you could have a there. The problems with this team just run so deep. Yeah. That you could put any coach in there, and yeah. you could make the playoffs. I don't think you could win a championship though. Like I don't think you. Yeah. Could. No. Like this. I like. I think looking at like back and looking at now, this should have been a team that was lead, that was in it at least, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just hard. Like it's the same thing that people are looking at the Nets with Steve Nash. You know, it's like if like this team struggling stuff, like but you have these star players. Like now they're playing together, and now they're getting better. Like Kyrie, like all that situation. But it's like the blank. Everyone starts to kind of look at the coach. It's like you have these guys, and you can't really do nothing with them. Like. Like they're gonna look at Nash before they look at Kevin Durant. You know, they're gonna look at Steve Nash, like blame Steve Nash before they. Like, they're going to look at the Lakers before they look at LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to go that way first before they ever start to, like, focus on, like, these star players. Yeah, I mean, as long as they're playing well individually, like, as long as LeBron is putting up points like he is, then yeah. it's hard to really blame him. Yeah. People can call the Dodgers a store-bought team all they want. Speak, man. <laughs> they Speak can say the whatever heart. they want. Speak from the heart. The Dodgers, they might be hated by other fan bases. I've, I've come to realize so by that. by their own fan base? No, by other fan bases. <laughs> and uh, I would say that, quite honestly, there's uh, no simpler, but also no better way to put it, mm -hmm. to explain that phenomenon, See other you, than they hate us yep. because they ain't us. That's facts. I mean... <laughs> you can't hate greatness, man. <laughs> I don't... It, it's... I mean, you can root against the Dodgers, but you can't blame them for, for signing and trading for good players. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Who do you think gets the most hate? Because the Dodgers spend money and they win games. The Yankees spend money and they haven't been to the World Series since the early 2000s. So what do you think? What's worse? Like, <laughs> That's what's, interesting. Wait, what do you think is worse? Like spending money and not making it? and people. Hate, so do people hate that more or do people hate? Well, I think the, the difference is that if you spend a ton of money... And get all the players you want uh -huh. and then win a lot your fan base loves you other fan bases hate you yeah if you're if you do it the other way around <laughs> then it's the other way around because i don't think like if you if you spend a ton of money and then are trash yeah other fan bases they're fine they yeah don't they care. don't care it's almost like they're not even like mad they're just like perplexed it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait so, so your lineup has hmm. how much are you paying garrett cole oh he's not <laughs> 
but stuff ain't really happening right now. <laughs> and it's and it's always like, like the, the, did you see that video of Chris Christie, the uh, yeah <laughs> former governor of New Jersey, said uh, <laughs> said I don't know, Garrett Cole he doesn't have the sticky stuff anymore, <laughs> and he said we're gonna be uh, the Yankees are gonna be paying for that contract for a long time. <laughs> Gary, I mean, he still did good yeah <laughs> after after they got rid of the sticky stuff it's just you know it takes a little while to readjust the it's my it's my favorite was the the Dodgers signed someone and he's amazing and they go into the playoffs the Yankees signed someone and it's like oh okay, maybe next year man. <laughs> we'll get them soon it's our time <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean the, I think this uh this should be a really good baseball season though there's some yeah there, there'd be some teams out there even though it's already 98 degrees and I and dying in our house <laughs> Yeah, I um the worst summer I've ever gone was at Dodger Stadium. I was sitting in the okay. outfield like baseball this. Bam! Right in my mouth. Baseball sunburns are the worst. <laughs> the top top of the knee. Yeah. If you're, if you're if you're wearing shorts and it gets you just right I was there, sitting in your the knees outfield. Just exposed She's in was just nailing me, dude. Yeah. I worst mean, sunburn I've ever gotten. Day games cost less. <laughs> it's, There's a reason, it's, man. it's worth it's worth it for a little <laughs> There's a little reason, man. And then when the sun finally starts going down, you're like, oh please. Yeah, well there's one I went to a Dodgers game in San Francisco last year mm-hmm. and it was oh, what time I think it was a sometime of the year that was hot for sure. Because <laughs> it, it was so hot. What are the warmer months? I mean, we were just sitting there so hot, so sunny, and just people yelling beat yeah. la at us like, i can't imagine <laughs> and, like you when you're losing when you went to the boston game was it hot over there still like i, I hope east coast game it was, it was raining it was one of those where i got to about the the seventh or eighth inning and rain would come in and then we'd kind of leave and then be, but it was never it was never that bad so they're like please we just need to get like two more two more outs and then the game We'll be over. Please, please don't <laughs> give us a rain delay in the eighth <laughs> inning right now. Don't, don't end the game like this. But you know what happens when I'm at Dodger Stadium and that sun's hit me in the face? Instantly, those thoughts are gone when my mom hands me one of those hat cups with the ice cream in it. I'm like, and I don't think about it anymore. And then in your head, uh, I love L.A. by Randy Newman's playing. But... <laughs> <laughs> because I love my best cheese. <laughs> or someone's like, do you want a Dodger dog? I'm like, you, you go get me four of them. <laughs> like, I'm going to choke you out if you say that again. What do I look like right now? <laughs> Do you want fries with that? I'm going to start crying. They, <laughs> go. You know how you need to go through like security to get in? Uh-huh. They need to have you go through security to get out. So they see you empty your pockets of Dodger Dodgers, <laughs> pulling Dodger dogs Just out your pocket. long wieners. Sir, like- sir, <laughs> sir, what? What's up, man? Sir, sir, what's this in your pocket? <laughs> Just five Dodger dogs. I'm so up. sorry. <laughs> I think there's, they sell them at gas stations now, maybe. Ooh, is it the same? They added they added a Shake, uh, uh, shake Shack, I believe, also. And at get, Dodger and, Stadium? Yeah, and guess what? This is me on, on Shake Shack. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Dead asleep. Oh, do you want Shake Shack or do you want saucers ice cream and a little helmet? <laughs> um, don't want to be shot in the head or uh, given a hug. That's part of the vibe. I don't want a doctor dog from a, just a gas station. I have to be there. No, no I don't think that's... I don't care I don't care if it's the exact same ingredients cooked the yeah. exact same way. It's not a Dodger it's dog. It's not a Dodger dog. <laughs> a Why? Do- Dodger dog is about the, the atmosphere. I swear they even get smaller bread than normal ones because that it's like bread and then it's... <laughs> I'm like, all right. And... I'm not going to be eating bread for four inches. Super wrinkly bread. (laughs) And you always look and there's some kid, like some toddler that they gave a Dodger dog and he's just gripping the bread. (laughs) Also, what what they probably don't realize or what what people listening don't know is I'm allergic to hot dogs. Yeah, and he still goes crazy. (laughs) You you think I want to still grub on a Dodger dog? That's how when you know the boys have been down bad when I go and say this much eating hot dogs. (laughs) Aren't you allergic to that, man? Yeah. 
<laughs> this episode is up on Friday. If last night Shohei Otani beamed Jose Altuve, it's because I DM'd him. That's clean. I, I messaged, uh, DM'd Garrett Cole too. So if people look through my DMs, it's me messaging star athletes oh, saying, no, please. People, people <laughs> joke about it, but I'm, I'd be DMing, oh, <laughs> DMing yeah. athletes. Be like, Give me the right. Don't lose Good, good luck out there today. <laughs> Happy birthday. Billy Eilish, hey, man. No, that's my a, bad man. No, that's a different type of DM, no, that's my isn't bad it? <laughs> really loved your music. <laughs> keep, keep it up. <laughs> Ocean Eyes spoke to me. Did you, uh, did you write Ocean Eyes about me? Or saying, did you have your brown eyes be like, did you write Ocean Eyes about me? I was like, uh, quick question. Did you write the song about me? <laughs> Real quick. Uh, did you write the song about me? <laughs> yeah. That would be. Would <laughs> you like end if they just said yeah? Or what if you're looking at it? It says dot, dot, dot. She's typing and then it just goes away and then she blocks you. <laughs> <laughs> what if you told an athlete, you know, have a great game tonight and they dm dude and said i'm doing this for you and they dropped 50 what would you do <laughs> what if they drop it and then they deleted it as you, you never explain i never know <laughs> one of the, one of the uh i dm'd one of the cal Poly soccer nice. players and wow. said uh and he said all right this next season is for you and then the season got canceled for COVID, and then the next season we got limited in the first one playoffs <laughs> <laughs> that's clean man that's clean <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get y'all's hopes up that Sean White is going to be on the podcast, but me and Sean White have developed a bit of a relationship. Yeah, if they've been texting. <laughs> <laughs> they've been texting I, since early 2016. He's, he said, drop some questions in the comments. I'll respond to them in a video. I dropped a, com I dropped a comment, dropped a question. He liked it, which means... In that mind, he's on the podcast. Which means that Sean White has acknowledged my existence. Exactly. Just like those other Now, what's TikTok interesting chicks. is that he did not make a video about it. He did not make a video about anybody's comments yet. But okay. he did like mine. Maybe the PR team hasn't gotten to him yet. <laughs> the, the PR... His, his TikTok is just him eating food while watching... Uh, yeah. while, while watching snowboarding videos. I don't think it's a PR team. <laughs> what if he does that to one of our videos? But it's he, like a mock draft of you in here talking and he's just... Like, <laughs> he do it to all this is trash. <laughs> but he's acknowledged. He knows that I exist. He probably thought you that, were cute. At the, do you think that's why you like the comment? I think so. He wants your number. You don't think, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I haven't checked my DMs. Maybe he's in them. Oh no, it's probably your junk folder. You need to check. <laughs> I all I got a notification that said Sean White liked your comment, and then somehow within five minutes, I had allowed my imagination to spiral until I oh. convinced myself that he's hopping on the podcast. Oh yeah, dude. It, it, like one thing led to another. I was like, okay, then he's hey, gonna that respond, Madden YouTuber. That Madden YouTuber that DM'd me, I'm coming for you, bro. Dolby <laughs> says, drop a like, comment, and subscribe. Hey, just drop a comment on the podcast, man. <laughs> we could really use some views and money and. You guys think this is a house that's actually a box? <laughs> I-5 is right here. <laughs> just flying. <laughs> you have to mute it. I, I spend hours in in Premiere Pro trying to edit out the, the, the background noise of cars zooming by. We're actually in the uh, the median in between in between northbound and southbound on the 5. That's, that's right. Dude, what if I told you a real story before we're done real quick? I was running to the gas station. I saw a car accident happen. And it was like turning to nighttime, and in my head, I just heard justice. <laughs> like I just ran over there. It was like a bumper. To oh, like you, like you were gonna run and save it. It was just a just a fender bender, and I was like justice. <laughs> what have you done to him? Like there, he's gonna get the car. Like, oh, sorry, man. I was gonna come from the shop, grab him, and go. I'll kill you. 
in DC Comics, uh, there's the multiverse where there's a universe where every possibility is true. There's a universe where Batman is not Bruce Wayne, but instead Pat is Pat McAfee. Interesting. And he beats people up and then writes for the brand in blood and then leaves. It's like Ben Affleck's Batman where he brands them, but it says for the brand. For the brand. <laughs> for, oh. <laughs> there. And his, yeah. and his first target is DC. 